This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk on 9.9 Northwest FM. I am your studio host, Alan. Joined online uh, by the main host, Mr. Matty J. How are you going? Good, mate. How are you? Good, thank you. And um, we've got a, a big house today. We've got Mr. David Prince, Mr. Skoido, Mr. Riz, and somebody who hasn't visited in a while, Mr. Adrian. Hola. Yeah. I, I, I'm back. Hola, como estas? <laughs> How is everyone doing? Doing good, thank you. I'd like to say the same, but, uh, you know, my my issues. <laughs> yes. Uh, hopefully you guys have been well uh, Rizzy, Adrian, Scotty, Alum and David How have you guys been going? Yeah, good, good Yeah, better than you, thank you Yeah oh, <laughs> well, what, What's happened right. with you? Uh, that's an after show discussion Well, well yeah <laughs> uh, But anyway guys Jeez, uh, we, we haven't had Adrian on in a while So we'll, get, we'll crack straight into some car updates, man um, Before we get into tonight's topic Adrian, what's happening with you? been a while since we've had you on the show and yeah. uh, I, I know you're a busy man now on a tuesday evening so you can't really join us often but it but we are we are blessed with your presence this this evening uh, it just happened that i my plans changed for today so i'm like oh i can jump on sounds good my friend how are, you, how are you doing and uh updates with you man we, have, we haven't heard much from the m3 and and anything in your world i i did see that the r32 golf was broken a few times so yeah, <laughs> um, so that that's uh that's standard practice VW things, but oh yeah, but Golf. with the BM with with the BMW, how's that going? Good, good, really good. I've been just slowly, slowly chipping away at it. I'm getting it ready for more and more shows. It's it's getting to that point now. So I had it in Canberra. I went up. Oh nice. Um, there was a BMW or All German Day show up there. Yeah. So I went up to that. That that was good fun. Hell of a drive. But... It's got the red interior in there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. The the seats aren't the best just yet, so I'm, I'm not a fan of it. But it's at least it's all contrast, like it's all the same color. Okay. Um, because for a while there, I had three different colored seats. Um, the red in the rear. Then I had uh, two seats that I got from work. One was black and one was cream. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to. F- there's a fault with the seats. So I'm trying to find out where that fault is. And I thought it was the actual seats themselves, but it's not. I think it's the airbag module. So just trying to find where it is. Having a chance to actually look at it properly. You could have just told people it was an individual, like a really individual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. I couldn't make my mind up on what colored seats. So I chose them all. Each thing. I wanted one green and I wanted one red and I wanted one pink and I wanted one blue and, and uh, and then I wanted my dashboard yellow. Um, so that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I've been doing that. Um, the bags are all going well in it, which is really surprising. Yep. Um, I changed the wheels again. Um, 
because I've got a big brake upgrade on the front now. Nice. Um, yeah, so that, that was a lot of fun getting that ready. Um, rears are sitting here ready to go on. I'm just going to order a brake line, which I haven't got around to. Um, but yeah, just been enjoying it, driving it every day. It's been reliable? Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, I've yeah. got to say, very yeah. surprisingly. It went up to Canberra and back like 1,200 Ks. Didn't skip a beat. Oh, very nice. So I was so surprised about that. But yeah, that's really about it. Yeah, sister's car had a the same thing all Mark V Golfs have. They've got a um, steering lock issue. So with the key, it doesn't, um, when you turn it off and pull the key out, it doesn't acknowledge by the ECU that the key is out. So when you lock the car, it thinks it's still on. And mm. yeah, we had to smash a window to uh, get into the car because we couldn't unlock it. So that was an exciting day. <laughs> I polished up my dad's car. So that actually is one of the only X5s going around without the yellowing headlights. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, that's really been about it. It's just been work. And yeah, just got other commitments after work these days. So been busy. Oh, that's good, man. Well, it's interesting you said that, but like back, back then I did 1200Ks without without issue. I mean, theoretically, we're talking about modern cars. We, we shouldn't be having that conversation, should we? <laughs> like, like, yeah, but it's, it's a BMW. Yeah, that, 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 is, that is also true. But, uh, but, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if I was to take my Forester or old Forester now uh, outside of my garage, it's supposed to blow a head gasket according to the internet. So the fact that I did a long drive the other week you know, without without issue is a testament to, you know, it's a modern car. It should be, provided you look after it, it should be fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you're, you're right. It's just, yeah, one of those things that, I don't know, being that it's had all the issues that it's had, I've, I've done the Vanos on it now as well. So I did that myself. Um, just, I'm chipping away at it. So I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it more and more as each day goes on. Yeah. Um, which is a good thing. I just wish I had a daily so that I could actually just enjoy it, not have to deal with the daily commute issues. Well, you did have one for a while. Yeah, I, I think I need to get another one. I'm going to be honest with you. Another NX? Oh, yeah, I wish. They cost too much these days. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know. I can't decide what I want next as a daily. Something I can't touch, and that, that's the hard part. It's like, Everything I see, it's like, oh, I could do this to it. I could do that to it. It's like, no, 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 daily. So, yeah, I don't know yet. We'll, we'll it could be like Patrick and get a Hilux or something, and then you don't need to touch it at all. Yeah. Well, it's a Hilux. So if it's a 4 by 4 then I'd lift it, put big muddies on it, bull bar, and then I'm out forward driving and I break that. No, get, get a 4 by 2 be the hardest 4 by 2 going around. Yeah, yeah. My mate's my mate's got one of those uh, at the moment, um, and we raced it against one of my mate's Falcons. That's yeah, NA, but it's a four liter as well. I chopped it, and we're just there pissing ourselves laughing because he's making it into a track car. The they Falcon are actually is. they are actually a fast fast thing. <laughs> I mean, David, you had you had one of those four liter um, V six um, highlights. They they go hard. They it, do. It, it did go hard. It, it liked to drink too. That was yeah. Yeah. The but See, it would tow not... things like you didn't even know there was anything on behind on the back of you. It was brilliant. It's not my fuel, so it's all good. Ah. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but yeah, no, just, just 
It's been busy, honestly, man. It hasn't stopped. Well, it's good to uh, see that the BMW is is all in order. Is just 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 clarifying before we move on because I, I know we didn't really answer this question, but are all seats the same color currently? Currently, yes. Okay, good. All right. Uh, what color is that? Red. Red. Nice. I've got an upholsterer looking at the seats sometime between now and the end of the year <laughs> when I have a chance to go down. Um, he already told me he can't do any work until, to them until the new year. So it's I'm not just crazy at the moment. They're all booked out absolutely oh, soft. Everyone is. Yep. So, and I get it. Like Everybody wants to have their car ready for summer and you know the Christmas break. So that's why I'm not too fussed at the moment because it is all the same colour. It's just me personally looking at them, I can see like they're not finished to my standard that I want. Just correct me for a moment. When we talk, when you spoke about this last time, um, Adrian, you said you you had organised these seats off another M3 convertible that were that were red, and it was yes. a direct swap. Are these genuine red seats, or, or were they? Yes. Were they okay, that, that genuine they red leather. It just all it was is the upholsterer that I took them to originally to get the leather. Um, from one seat because the frame was all rusty. Yeah. I've got them put onto my seats, which are black ones. Um, he didn't do a good job. He uh, cut all the wires for like the heat um, pads, the seat sensor. It, and that's the whole reason I have to restart again is because he's done all this work and basically destroyed them. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, wow. yeah. So now like, they, they, I've made them work because so I've soldered them all up, like all the wires up. So that part works. It's just, yeah, I'm just not happy about it. That's all. That's fair enough. Yeah, I don't get why they'd cut them up, but that makes no sense. Oh, I don't know. It, it was just, yeah, one of those things. No, what do you do, man? Yeah. So, but yeah, as I said, I've now, I come to terms with it. It's all the same color. It looks good in photos. From a distance to now. <laughs> but, yeah. It's 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 good from far, but far from good. Yeah, it's got a little nicks and knacks. Honestly, there's when you look at how far the cars come, re- realistically, all I need to do is needs a bit of a paint. Yeah. Like from front bumper wise. Um fixing the seats is more something I personally want to do. Yeah. And I just gotta get this uh the wheels refinished as well. Um, and that's really it. Like, there's nothing else that needs to happen. What's going to happen is a different story. But what is going to happen? A turbocharger? Uh, nah, nah, I'm not going that far. You can't. You can't really turbo or supercharge these engines easily. Well, because they're, they're 13 to one compression. I was going to say that they're pretty high comp anyway, aren't they? Yeah. So what are you like, saying is the cars up for swaps? Nah. So let them know what you bring. I won't get rid of that. I won't get rid of it. At least until the engine goes all the time. <laughs> oh, then it gets a Jay-Z swap. Ooh. Which is what I was originally going to do, but then this engine came along and I'm like, ah, all right. So. Does yeah, anyone yeah. put a barrel in a BA? In a BM? Yeah. yeah it's been done. I yeah. still don't understand why. Why not? Because <laughs> you're putting why not? a... Matthew, heavier, absolutely. You're putting a heavier engine into a car that is made to be light. 
Yeah, but you made it reliable. Reliable. <laughs> M54B30s are like one of the most reliable six cylinders out there. Oh, I've got a mate who's got one. He begs to differ, but that's that's another story. When we get, when, seriously, when we get those um, cars in with those engines, they fly out. Or doesn't matter if they've done half a million Ks or a hundred thousand Ks, they're gone. People yeah, take them. Exactly. That isn't that also the concern? They're going to be like need them because they're, 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 they're they they actually um, pull them all apart, build them up, and chuck turbos on. Them hey, do you use them as drift cars. We've had this discussion before. You, you walk into like a, uh, a pick apart and you, and you walk through the, the Ford section and, and you walk into all of like the, the B series Falcons and F series Falcons and you, they will all have their engines still in there. <laughs> they never, never take well, it out. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, you yeah, go to any of them now and they're all taken out because they're getting sold overseas. Overseas, that is, that is true. <laughs> America's getting them by the container load. Have you, have you been seeing yeah. What the hell? That's, 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 that's why everything's going up in value. Uh, so, I'm telling you now, the M54s is going to be the next engine that's going to go like that. Once people know like how reliable they are, it's just yep. Say goodbye to them too. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of that, just quickly, I was watching um TikTok earlier today, and um, I saw something that we had a conversation about a very, very, very long time ago. Uh, is it not a supercar? Yep. <laughs> Did you see oh, no. the TikTok? No, no. I, I, believe it or not, I'm I'm not a I'm not a TikTokian. Uh, almost, yeah. almost. We're all grown men here. Hey, Adrian, use TikTok. Adrian, a quick question: What's TikTok? Is yeah. it like TikTok? <laughs> it's like Vine. Do you remember Vine? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The six second videos or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that, but longer videos. Oh right, right. Yep. No worries. Uh, so it turned around. There was a guy that was surrounded all by supercars. And um, he goes to another guy there and he's like, one car that you could get rid of, like it never existed. And he turns around and he's like, the non-supercar R35 JDR. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, right. so some stranger right. on TikTok said, get rid of a GTR because it's not a supercar. And therefore, yes. you, your point is valid? I don't think so. <laughs> well, it actually is because I do have a picture somewhere on my phone. I've got to find it now. Where um, a supercar YouTuber asked, "Is an R35 a supercar?" And I think it was fifty-two percent agreed it is not, and the other forty-eight percent are morons. Well, those that's, 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 that's within you know the standard error. So realistically, that that's a just a wash of of you know a vote. That is that was from a YouTuber and. Yeah, he's asking opinions of a whole bunch of little teeny boppers. Yeah, like you, <laughs> exactly. You, people use TikTok and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I, I never really got you know car communities and 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 and, and stuff like that. It, it's, it's especially these days. Like you know, this is the reason why I don't go to car meets and things anymore. Um, it's because like like you, you get that pressure, right? Like as soon as soon as you go there, like you, you rock up in your car. Like I, when, when I had my type in the, the first one I went to, what have you done to it? I have nothing yet, or I haven't done anything to it. Well, how come you haven't put thirty thousand pounds of boost in it and and all this stuff? So I got sick of being asked that question. I, and the next question though, I was like, "Well, why didn't you buy? Uh, why didn't you buy the the newer model? Why didn't you buy the, the more powerful version? Why didn't you buy this?" I'm, I'm just like, this is what this is what the thing is, um, Adrian. When, when I, the point I'm getting to, right? 
why didn't why, why did you why did you buy a 370 you may as well you should have you should have bought a, you should have bought a um you should have bought a, a gdr why didn't you buy a gdr oh so why did you buy a gdr it's not a supercar why did you buy a, a, a hurricane that's that's not a proper lamborghini that, that's a fake audi like you know, <laughs> the, the original. Like, i agree with what you're saying and and this is something that actually just opened up my eyes recently as well is i don't go to car meets anymore right i'm talking about car meets that are held at you know, Bunnings, Super Cheap, Autobahn, like any car park, car meet, I am not interested in going to in the slightest. Well, I've been I've been one years. But after going to the the old German day in Canberra, it actually opened up my eyes to car shows. Car shows, and I just went to Motor Classica as well. I. I realize speaking to a lot of the people there, they don't care what you've actually done to your car. They just look at the car and they help feed off the, the good vibes that come from that car. Well, I think it's so like, a sanctioned event, uh, Adrian, right? Like it's, it's a, it's a proper oh, event where it's been. Yeah, but it's a proper event, but it's just the people that go are different to who go to these car meets. The people that go to these car meets uh, young people that think everything has to be a certain way, you've got to follow these certain rules, and that's how you um, have this really nice car. Whereas when you actually go to a proper car show, it's people that are of the older generation, um, and they talk to you about the car and what it actually is. So when I was in Canberra, there was a couple of other people there that had the M3s as well. They were coupes, not convertibles. Um, there's one guy that did have a convertible with a hardtop as well. And we're just talking about the cars, um, what they're worth, you know, how the, um, what do you call it, all the parts that you can get from factory and all, all that kind of stuff. And it was just, it was a good vibe. As in, you leave the conversations and you're like, you know what? I actually enjoyed that, and it goes to show that people aren't all bad. Um, made a classica. Oh, I just went to that, which oh, I will talk about in just a second. Um, but there was uh, a few BMWs there because it's the 50 years of M this year, so I'm really trying to get around to like all the BMW meets because I want to see them. And um, it was the same thing. You're talking to the people there, um, and they all. It's the same thing, talking about the cars. They, they had a lineup of M5s from the oldest, I think it was the E24. Then it was the uh, E34, E39, E60, all M5s. And you're talking to the owners of them. Yeah, look, I don't have an M5. I've got an M3. But then they still turn around and say, no, that's still an awesome car to have. And you start talking to them about the M5, how long they've had it. And it's just a pleasant vibe. Mm. Whereas even going to Northern Gales these days, I went to the one that just happened, I think it was last weekend or the weekend before, and I, I, I couldn't stand being there for more than five seconds. I drove in, and as I drove in, you got all these people, oh, what's this doing here? What's this doing here? Everybody has to comment. And you're like, you know what? Why? Why am I even bothering? Turn around, drive out. Not, not even going to bother. So, but... As I said, yeah, I, I, I much, much more prefer going to proper car shows. Mm. 
it's just the generation. They're just different. It's not about picking on the weakness of that person and what they've done with the card. It's about bringing out the positives. Watch this space, I think, Adrian, is the, is the big thing. Watch this. Yeah. Um, now, Motor Classica. Anybody Good. go? Yep, I went. Did you? What day did you go? Friday. Oh, yeah, lucky you. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, went on the Sunday. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, so good. I had planned to go on the Sunday, but that didn't eventuate. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and I went, uh, i got to say, it was really good seeing a Jesco in person and, and the Pagani. <laughs> I've, I've actually never been to Motor Classica before. Um, and I, I wanted to go for the first time this year. Um, I, I know it's like, you know, really high, high end expensive stuff there, but um, uh, not all of it. But not from what I've heard, not all of it was, and that's actually quite good to hear. Now, David, you've been a judge there once before, right? Uh, yeah, I did. I judged in uh, 2019 when they um, had the Japanese cars on display. They had a, a collect, and for the first time, Japanese cars were being made a classica, um, and they probably had oh, probably 15, maybe 20 cars there, um, which worked really well. And a lot of people said how good it was and everything, but. New, new organisers this year, Motor Classica re- reimagined was the catchphrase, evidently. Um, but, uh, yeah, I looked and looked and looked and inside, uh, I was there on Friday and the rain outside was appalling. I felt sorry for anybody that had brought their car along to display outside on the Friday. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was, there was a, in the icons of speed, there was a Matra Honda, which was a, little land speed record car that I'd, I'd never seen before, but I had to Google it. It, did, it had a 500cc Honda engine. That was the only Japanese vehicle on the inside of the of the On the building. inside, yes. You're 100% yeah. right. Even when I went on the Sunday, I think there was four, yeah, four Japanese cars outside. Mm-hmm. The 31, uh, R30, uh, FB RX-7, and some little Nissan thing that, I couldn't tell you what it was. And there was a there was a Mitsubishi Pajero there on Saturday, um, oh, and a cool. Toyota Land Cruiser <laughs> outside from the highball guys. But um, I was lucky enough to get offered a ticket on Friday by actually actually a long term uh, car talk with Matty J listener Michael Green, who uh, if you're listening, g'day Michael, had a great time. Thank you very much. G'day. Um, and he uh, yeah he had a spare ticket, so I, I went along and. Uh, I was sort of waiting for that phone call in the time leading up to it, thinking, oh, I wonder if I get a gig judging again, because I quite enjoyed it. Uh, but uh, no, no call came, and I can see why now, because there were no Japanese cars to judge. So uh, uh, it was great. There were some absolutely stunning cars. I mean, there was a, I loved the um, – there were some great old um, Alphas there, um, beautiful Fiat Dino Coupe, a sort of uh, um, lemony yellow – Dino Coupe reminded me of the original Italian job, all the mafia drove black ones when they threw the cars off the side of the mountain. Um, that was a beautiful thing to see. Beautiful Citroen DS wagon. There was a gorgeous Alpha that was Julia. Nice. Yep. 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 Did you Definitely. see the, the Group B Alpha that was there, the blue one in the corner? The Giacatolo. Yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there no, were two Giacatolos. That, that was interesting to see. I've got to admit, I did like that. Had you not seen one of those before? No, no, I haven't. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I was actually surprised about? There was the amount of AC cobbles that were there because I was actually looking into it. They are real. They're, they're not kit cars. Yeah, yeah, they, no, no. They no. were actually original. 
don't think you'll find many kid cars at Motor Classica. I don't think that's the, uh, <laughs> no, the target and, audience. <laughs> and the, the part that surprised me the most is one of them was actually one of the original 289 cars before they brought out the 427s. Mm. I was just so surprised by seeing that. Such a stunning car. They had an LM002 there as well. The rainbow yeah, the red one? Yeah, the red yep. one. That was cool. Um, yes. Outside. So um, this year, which I think they did really, really well, is they had a sponsorship. The sponsorship was from Warbeck. So Warbeck had basically, I'm going to say their whole arsenal of cars out the front. They had... 30-odd cars, I think, were there. One thing that struck me out with uh, amongst the Lorbeck collection was the BMW display. They had a great display yeah. there with an M2 on display. They I was going to say, M- did you see the M2? Uh, uh, no, I didn't actually, to oh. be perfectly honest. I didn't go inside. Um, but because uh, I it, um, it started raining just as we sort of got there. Um, oh, but they had an M3 Touring there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had this thing... Now, correct me if I'm wrong. From memory, it was called an XM, which XM. That's was the a new electric as as car. I know. Um, new electric oh, car that's just coming out. Rizzle it's knows just about been that. released. Rizzy Ross. Hands down, the ugliest car <laughs> I have ever seen. Yes. At a car show <laughs> in many, many years. Do you, do you know what I don't understand is how do they think brown suede dash looks good? How do you think they're going to repair it when, I just, when, when they tempt I'm looking at the car and I'm like, how do they think this looks good? Yeah, no, that was a bit of a shocker because we sort of came in that entrance and I saw that. And I, I had to walk over and look at it because I was looking at it from a distance and I thought, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's like it's on a BMW yeah. screen, but it's – anyway. Even that that and the M3 Touring, honestly, i got to say it's one of the best-looking cars I've ever seen. Apart from the fact of the color, that color ruined the car. I thought you were like black. It's like a, yeah, it's like a matte satin black, and it just mm. ruins the car. I thought you were going to say the buck teeth have, have ruined it, but if you no, think- honestly, it didn't look that bad it, in it, person. It, it, you're right, Adrian. It, 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 especially parked next to the XM, it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. Yeah, the only thing I will say, because um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But the M2, I have to say, actually looking at it in person, um, when it actually comes out properly worldwide, yeah, it is a nice-looking car. It's actually quite a good-looking car. Because hmm, there's a lot of discussions to what have they done. Uh, but, yeah. But that's been the case with BMW's design over the last, like, five years now, so. Yeah, so the, that was good. Um, actually, I've got to say quickly, there was a couple of very nice BMWs there, Maddie. You would have actually enjoyed looking at them. Mm. As oh, I, I said, I, I do not not like BMWs, Adrian. Like I, yeah. I, I, I know I give them a lot of crap, but with, with fair with fair reason. Uh, but I, I do not not like them. I actually, well, I really do like them. They had three BMW eight series there. Oh. You know, I like two eight forties and one eight. I think it was eight forty five CI, a white one. Yeah, the later one. Just, just oh, they're beautiful cars. They are a nice car. They had um, a few Mercs too. I was going to say a few old Mercs. I know you would have enjoyed that. Um, they had some lovely old Mercs. Yep. Did and you, did you also see ones. the? Um, did you see at the end of the icons of speed the new Koenigsegg? 
Yeah, the, the Jesco, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that thing is nice to see. You know what actually got me, and I, I, I absolutely fell in love with it, was the row of Ferraris that they had in the center at the start. Yep. Like, they had, um, I think it started off with the 308 GTO, I think it was. A then 288 was, GTO. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I don't know my Ferrari of that era. Yep. Um, then there was F40, F50, and an Enzo, all one after the other in the center of the, um, the uh, what do you call it, the building. And yeah, You're just have some Ferraris, that's the other one. Darning cars. So well, yeah, that was uh, one of the themes of the show this year was 75 years of Ferrari, I think. So um, that's why they, they dragged all those out. I, I actually preferred the ones to the side of them, actually. The, the, yeah. the rows of the classics were just stunning. There's a beautiful... Um, I think it's called Pine Green uh, uh, 365 Boxer. Yeah, um, I saw that. Stunning metallic, almost like a metallic, um, almost like a metallic pink almost. It was a really sort of rose-coloured 330, which was just stunning. Um, beautiful the, Daytona. I was going to say, do they have the Dino there? Yeah, there was a silver Dino. Yeah, I think that's the one I was looking at. And then right down the back, actually, it, it, up just near the uh, Quintessec, they had a um, they had a three hundred eight GT four, which is a was the was the successor of the original Dino, um, which is also badge Dino. Uh, and next to that, parked sort of opposite, was a Lamborghini Uraco. And yes, and a lot of people confused the two, you know, like that. And it was it wasn't until our parked side by side, they are very similar looking cars. Actually, did you see the red uh, Quintage? Yes, yes. The, the, it was like the OG, as in before they put all the body kit on it. Yep. <laughs> that, much that was prettier really... car. Much prettier car. Yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, they had something you would have liked there, Manny. Don't had me. an all-original uh, Phase 3 XY GTHO. I do like orange. Uh, and I, I did I did see that they also had um, a vitamin C uh, a six-pack charger yep. there. Yeah, yes, yes like, they did. I was like, oh, that's a bit of me. That's <laughs> I like those. They had two Testarosas as well. Don't mind them. Love them. Uh, what there was a Mura, Lamborghini yeah. oh, Mura. Blue I, Mura. I, I oh my do goodness, like those. I do like those. I had, and then it's like Sandman, uh, XG1, uh, GDR, Tirana. Um, they had a couple of HT Monaros. Like all the Aussie stuff was there as well. And just see the Landau, the El Ford Landau. Yes, yes, saw that. That that was that was a cool car to see as well. You don't see them every day. I I own its direct descendant, but anyway, that's that's uh. But yeah, so, 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 so overall, good day, good, good day. event. Yeah, yeah, actually, um, it was I, a good event. I was just going to say it was was a good event, but I did have as well as much of a, as I rant about anything. I did have a little bit of a um, go on uh, Instagram because. It just surprised me that they they would there would not be a car from the single biggest growing enthusiast grouping of classic cars in the country. You know, so Agreed. I think they did themselves a disservice in doing that. Hopefully, next year that might change. But um, uh, yeah, they can't. Uh, people can't argue that Japanese cars aren't classic cars. In my well, the opinion. Only- the only thing that was really disappointing to me is, and I, I think it's just because I'm a bit biased, but the whole 50 years of M so far, every one that I've gone to, they're not doing the 50 years of M justice. Like, it's they're not bringing out the cars that are like, oh, this is 50 years of M. Here's all 
like the end cars. It's just basically the same batch going to like every car meet. I, well, I think that's. I guess we never got the full range of M's ever sold here, though. Too well, like BMW. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think we ever. Were there any Aussie delivered uh, M ones? I don't think there were here. I, well, I think. See, the thing for me is I like everyone, all, when I went to Canberra. When I went to Canberra, BMW Australia gave the BMW Car Club of Australia um, a E46 M3 CSL and cool. a Z8, yeah, which was really cool. But at this one, they had an M4 GDS competition. Uh, they had the CSL there, um, and then they had the new i4. They had like five cars from BMW Australia. And it's like, if you're saying it's 50 years of M, that's not even like a good range of M cars. Mm. It was just to me very disappointing that they didn't bring out more. And even doing a call to arms, like what um, the Canberra Club did as well, which is, have you got any of these M cars you do? Let us know. We park them up. So it's just, I guess that's the part that I'm a bit disappointed. And I also agree with uh, David no Jap cars. It's, you look at the cars that are coming out today, like, you need to acknowledge the classics. And, uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I find it weird because especially like when people are completely going ham on a Shannon's over an original GC8 WRX that's in mint condition and they're spending, yeah. spending 100 yeah. grand on one. Um, you know, for that not to be considered a vertical as a classic, I think it's a bit ridiculous. But, but, but it's anyway. like you go to classic Japan or well, all those cars that are there, not even one decided to like park up for the day. And it's like, okay, I get it. It might be because it's a difference in crowd, but that's where we should really be saying it's Modoc Classica. It's more about you know, the classic cars. Let's get them across. Mm. Well, let's see what they do for next year. I think that, that'll, be, that'll be really interesting. Watch this space. Watch this space is a, is a big thing for it. We'll, we'll go around the room because we, we have stuff and caught up with Riz, Alum, Scotty, all of David's car updates. Uh, Riz, updates with you, my friend. No real updates as such on, well, after the Kia went back to Seoul for some performance tuning. <laughs> Nothing specifically new as such. I am going for a Mercedes EQB launch tomorrow off to Ballarat. Cool. Uh, don't ask me why they're doing a national launch in like leaving <laughs> Melbourne and going to Ballarat. That is weird. Are they doing it in Sovereign Hill? Uh, don't it's gold. Where. They're fighting it in gold. They, they're going to they're gonna dig it out of the gold. Maybe maybe all the vehicles there for the press are in their new rose gold color. Ah, yes. We don't we, we, we don't know yet because I'm I'm not sure if the roses are growing in Ballarat, but there's definitely going to be a bit of rose gold situation tomorrow. Sure, it's not and a cry or castle. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's... <laughs> then then heading heading back on Thursday, which apparently there is going to be a lot of rain, so. We'll see how good the German electric wipers are. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's what's happening this week. And I think the following week I get the BYD followed by the MGZS for 10 days. Lovely. I'm keen to see how they all go, Rizzy Ross. I mean, they won't be as um, amazing as our, obviously the podcast sponsor, Havel, oh. and their products, but it's... Um, they, they, they may come close, you know. What I'm saying it was. I mean, it's. I'm. I wasn't expecting him to to be to be to that standard anyway. But but you, you know, <laughs> nothing is to that standard. No, nothing's to that standard. I see one more video of that BYD tablet 
you know, rotating through 90 <laughs> degrees. I think I'd be ill. Like, <laughs> is, how, else, how else are you supposed to build your dreams if you can't rotate a <laughs> tablet in a car? Yeah. <laughs> I think you need to be on another sort of tablet, I think. It, 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 it's funny. Yeah, that's right. But it's funny that, um, do you know, Toyota's only electric car, the BZ4X, was recalled because the wheels fell off. No. L- literally, they recalled the car in America because the wheels were falling off because of nuts they u- used on the car. They recalled it to a stage where for months they had no solution to the problem. They told the customers, bring it back to us. We'll give you $5,000 or we'll buy the car from you. Imagine Toyota going and saying, we'll buy the car off you because we can't design the nuts that hold the wheels together. And then uh, apparently last week, it went back in production because they found a solution and they found another problem that they've also found a solution to. That's supposed to be the sister car with the Subaru Solterra electric or something. And they can't do it. So going back to BYD, they have begged BYD to make a sedan for them. That's like a Toyota Corolla sedan in China, only for the Chinese market, because Toyota can't design their own electric cars. How does that work? The biggest car company can't design a car in a segment. So that one's called the BZ3X, designed in collaboration with BYD, which BYD will supply the, the motors, the battery, all it is is a Toyota design on the outside. So Toyota is in a little bit of trouble in a market where they sold over 600,000 new energy vehicles last month. So 600,000. 600,000 new energy vehicles. So these are on, I think about 520,000 are pure electric wow. in China last month. And just over 100,000 were plug-in hybrids. So Anyway, that's that's what the what the situation is with our biggest manufacturer at the moment. Wow, Alan, you've had a big week. Yes, I have. Um, finally picked up the D Max on uh, yeah. Thursday. Finally got it <laughs> at, at Max as well. Max. <laughs> yeah. um, jokes aside. Uh, yeah, no, it was a very pleasant experience. Um, we transferred over the money. I, I did get annoyed by the dealership a little bit. I told them that, you know, I could bring them either a check or do a transfer just to let me know ahead of time because uh, my bank limitations is, you know, not, yeah. I'll be transferring like, you know, $60,000 at once. So that's what I had asked the gentleman. And he said, yeah, a check should be fine. A bank check should be fine. And then basically a day beforehand or two days beforehand, he said, no, we're not checking, taking checks anymore because somebody made a fraudulent bank check. I'm like, those are pretty hard to make, you know. Yeah. Like a personal check, I understand, but a bank check, those are pretty certified items. Um, and so I was like, well, now I'm going to have to scramble. So the final payment was made on the day where she picked up the truck, or the, oh. uh, which they accepted, so I was happy with. And uh, Should have gone yeah, in it, with a briefcase, $100 notes. <laughs> See, that was one of the possible solutions. <laughs> the only issue there is you have to fill out some paperwork if you give more than $10,000, um, some tax-related yeah. things. It would be funny. It would be fun. to yourself, going to like a full suit and everything, and oh, having like all these guys around you. It's going to go in a plastic bag, so it looks shady as oh, <laughs> the do- dollar notes on it. Yeah, a, a dollar <laughs> note sign that I've put in, in marker. <laughs> like, here you go. Count it. Anywho, um, yeah, the handover experience was quite nice, quite a bit nicer than what was with the STI. 
Um, you know, they actually went through all the features of the car. Um, it got to the point where I was like, well, can I be on my way now? I've got other things to do. <laughs> uh, but they were very, um, very thorough. And um, yeah, my mum, my brother-in-law, my sister came along and uh, they all had a ride. And they all thought it was, you know, a fine old car. My sister once again brought up the topic of when she was going to get her car, which again, she lives independently, you know, in her own home. I don't understand why she's asking us, but here we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it was a it was a good experience. The only thing, the other thing that kind of got me was every single brand new car we've ever purchased has come with a full tank of fuel. This one just came with a bit of a quarter. Well, wow. I was like, you know, Ooh. I understand diesel is at two dollars sixteen a liter or whatever, but come on, you know, can't give me my first tank of fuel on the house. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they might have forgotten about it, but I don't know. Uh, you still no. got the STI, or yes, this is just sits in the garage, looking pretty. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, I've been. I think we put about two hundred and fifty k's on the DMX so far. Nice. So we're breaking it in quite quickly uh, compared to other cars I've owned. Just drive up the camper a few times. You'd be right. <laughs> Ideally, you're supposed to have mixed driving, Adrian. Ideally, um, so yeah, just around town, and obviously we've got the keys to our new house on Friday, so. It's actually worked out quite fortuitously to move stuff around. So, you know, the the, uh, the bed has actually been used to move large items already, which is, you know, one tick off the, the old ute uh, dartboard. And I did. I drove over the nature strip to park it. So it's gone off road. <laughs> <laughs> so it's technically inside. Yeah, doing better than Tyrone there. Um, yet to tow something. I'll tow something maybe on the weekend. So. Nice. Yeah. So they came with a tow bar then? Yes. Well, I, yeah, we optioned a tow bar. Nice. Um, the other thing, the MX, the MX-5, um, I actually was planning on taking it to some um, motor trimmers uh, this week to hopefully get an understanding of what it's going to cost to repair the, the roof because it's got the tear where the, the window is and possibly the tear on the seat. But from what you've told me right now is I'm probably not going to get an appointment with them till next year. Depends if you go somewhere good or somewhere not the best yeah i'm probably going to go to somewhere yeah like the, the ones i looked at they've got high reviews there in our local area in the north i've gone to somebody with reviews some positive reviews also somebody that are people on the um so southeast side recommend to people in the north um because they can't do the work themselves so if another business is recommending your business i'd say that's uh that's pretty positive yeah, that's good. Yeah. there's quite a few um, good places on baker's road that's, i think that's 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 the spot i'm going to Okay. Yeah, I have heard they're really good. Yeah. So um, hopefully I'll get a time slot sometime in the new year. Um, most but, of the running the season's over, and it, you know the the MX5 has managed to not get drenched inside. So I'm proud of it. Um, I still would like the you know software repair to uh, some extent. Duct tape. <laughs> I've tried. I tried duct tape when it first caught. It just did not hold. <laughs> you get the 200 mile an hour duct tape. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, uh, I like your ideas, Adrian. I appreciate them as a fellow <laughs> owner. Um, but I, I think I'll go with something a little more permanent. I think David would advise that, wouldn't you, David? I would. So that, that's uh, that's it for me. Um, yeah, happy with the new car, um, with its new features. It'd be a big drive, but is you know a Ute. So yeah, I'm expecting a tan on one arm and and um, yeah, you know uh, the, the tub full of slabs of beer and. You'll be right. Singlet. He needs to wear a singlet. Singlet and trucker's hat. Trucker's hat. Trucker's hat. Uh, if you say so. 
Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Scotty, updates with you. Me, I do not have any updates at the moment. Cool. Just what's happened with the? What, what's been happening with the thirty-one? It's getting close. Parts. Nice, nice. In the B four. That's running fine. No dramas with that. That's good. That's good. That's so I, I made a mistake recently linking up Scotty and my friend Daniel. So they're both uh, R31 owners, and now they're actually oh, pressuring me to purchase an R31. <laughs> <laughs> it does have your name on it, that one that was um, put up there, Alan. It was nine grand. Bargain these days for an R31. Bargain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I would have got that another job. <laughs> Mr. Prince. Uh, Carap, that's with me. Oh, well, I was going to talk about Moto Classica, which I've already done. That was pretty brilliant. I've added to the collection this week. Um, now, you've got to understand, I, I, I'm... I'm not looking. It's like that Seinfeld episode. I'm not interviewing for friends, okay? <laughs> but sometimes these things just come across. So uh, come across your inbox and where you think, you know, that's that's sort that's of coming, a bit of me. That's coming I picked up. Uh, Were you presented an offer that was too good to refuse, David? I'm sorry? Were you presented an offer that was too good to refuse? Uh, let's say an opportunity arose, shall we say. That's probably okay. best. Uh, so I'm proud owner of a bright red Honda City. Hey. Oh, so it's uh, the uh, person selling the car was selling it on behalf of the person that had owned it for 37 years. Wow, and um, it's a very original, tidy little car, not without its uh, foibles, but um, it's all there and it's uh, a very good uh, little project to tidy up, which uh, we're in the process of doing. So, um, watch this space. So, David, um, when you say it's all there. Is it unlike its previous owner? <laughs> no, no, she's, she's, she's absolutely thrilled. She's actually moved into state and um, didn't want to take the car with her and um, decided it was time, new start, new interstate, you know, new car, that sort of thing. So, awesome. um, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's a very tidy little car. As I said, needs a little thing. And most 37-year-old things do need some work. <laughs> yeah. included, he included a long time ago. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I've never been one for naming my cars. You know, a lot of people do. Some people don't. It's, it's never been high on my list of, of uh, priorities. But this one's naughty, evidently. It's been naughty for 37 years. So uh, it's probably got to remain naughty. It might not start if you don't call it naughty, I suppose, now. I think that, that is a perfectly un, uh, really good explanation as to why to keep it naughty. It's... Um, and. and as, as most of you know, the locally delivered proteins here were a commercial vehicle, basically. So they're two-seated. This one's never had a rear seat fitted to it. It looks like it's never actually had anything in the back of it, actually. So, um, but yeah, every little conceivable thing that should be there is there. So, um, yeah, it's it's really nice to see a really tidy original one on the road now. It's pretty rare to see them. Of course, look great with some wheels and some, you know, bits and pieces. But no, it's going to stay absolutely bog standard. Actually, shout out to anyone in trying to keep it standard, I do want a set of tyres, but 12-inch tyres are not the easiest sort of tyres to come, <laughs> come and buy now. So the, I think most, not... most e-scooters have bigger tyres these days, David. They do, yeah. I know. I know. You go, you go on eBay and it brings up golf cart tyres and <laughs> you name it, wheelbarrow tyres. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. It's actually got... It, it, it's it's nice. It's got some Pirelli P three thousands on it Ooh. at the moment, but they're about eighteen years old. So um, it, I think it deserves new tyres. 
I wouldn't mind having a look at this car, Mr. Prince. Uh, oh, well, you'll be looking at it. Don't you worry about that. Oh, I thought okay. of you when I, when, I, when I picked it up, actually. Oh, you know, you know, I'm after an old Honda, so. I know, I know. And the other one seems to have, you know, not uh, not presented itself in a timely fashion. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have enough cars? We can talk about that later. Um, yeah. Into well, my, the answer is always there's never enough cars, Adrian. That's, that's, you, every time Adrian, I get Adrian, on this show, talk, you've got what? another one. This is a show where all we do is talk about extra cars. Like this is just this, this is what we do. Oh, that, look, there's extra cars. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, it's awesome to have more than one. But just like every time I get on the show, you've purchased another one, or you've been given another one. Well, here is my car updates, Adrian. The Merc is gone. It's no oh. longer in my possession. It's, uh, oh. I like that one. The real question is, did it make it all the way to its new destination? Well, I don't know. I've been trying to call the person and they haven't responded. So, <laughs> so that's a no then. So, so no news is good news. I think that's what we're going to go with. I, I think that's what we'll go with. Um, basically, I, I mean, they picked it up on the weekend when I was you know, sitting in a hospital bed. Um, and I was a bit sad I didn't get to, didn't get to see it go because I actually, you know, I, I did grow up on with it. But, you know, the car did get fixed pretty quickly during the week. And as a final big middle finger to me, it's owner for trying to fix it. It cost me $800. So on the whole new, um, it it turns out the actual distributor module completely just died. So um, new distributor module, new this, new that, new coil and and a few other bits and pieces just to make sure it was all good. And uh, she was up and running again, um, drove it home Faultlessly, actually, actually drove better than it's ever driven. To be fair, I was, I was like, I was like, now you're driving good. When, yeah, that's when, right. When, when, you know. <laughs> they know, they, they know. know. Oh, they know. They absolutely, they know. And, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all my profit that I made in this car is now officially just zero. Like, I'm, I'm negative on this car now because of you. But you know, it, it's okay. It's um, it'll still be in the realms of like I'll know where it is and stuff. And so it, it it's, it's, it's gone to a, it's gone to a person that that I know, I know quite well. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he will cherish it and look after it because he's a big fan of it. So he will. Next um, minute, parts it out. Next minute, parts it out. No, he, <laughs> no, no, I, 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 like you call a week later, you're like, oh yeah, we had a crush. Did you want the badge on the front? Why? Oh, it's crushed. You, you're making me feel really sad now, guys. Don't 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 do that to me. Uh, it, it's you know whatever feels that sad. Just remember the amount of times the cars let you down. Oh no, you know left you stranded with that petrol. Or yep. not started. Yeah. Cost you eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It wasn't the labor on that car that was expensive. Actually, to work on that car was pretty easy. It was the parts that were just ridiculously expensive on it. That's so because you never asked. Mm. <laughs> Someone works if you're at parts all day, but no. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I've I've learned my lesson. And and to be fair, I, I just was like to my mechanic, I'm, I'm like, I need the car back because it's, it's going. So he's like, look, I'll, I'll just get it quickly for you. I'm like, whatever. Um, and then installed. So yeah, it should be. It should be. Uh, they, yeah. they should. They should be there by now, really. Uh, what else do you own? What else do I own? Uh, everything yeah. else is the same except. So well, well, I've gotten rid of two cars this year. Thank you very much, Adrian. I've got I've gotten rid of the Forester and the and the, the Mercedes. Oh, you got rid of the Fuzz. Yep, that's gone. Why? Um, I thought you loved that thing. It was replaced with a Fiesta ST. Oh, the Fiesta ST. Ah, you still got the LTD? That's up for sale at the moment. So that's that's the next one to go. Um, How much is that one? That one is at seventy eight hundred, which I think is a fair price. Yeah, um, bargain. For it's a very original car with all its goodness. I think it's a I think it's a great price. So that was that. I took the MR two out 
for a drive. This is before I ended up with kidney stones. Then, um, that's, that's your answer to, to everything else earlier. And and met up with a guy from Peru. Now, now this guy in Peru, he he's a, he, he messaged me on Instagram. We we, we connected a, a while ago and been, been meaning to catch up. And he used to own an MR2 in Peru, and he he moved to Australia, and, and his English isn't very good and stuff. But um, but but he, he's he, he's he's two, the two favorite cars he's, he's ever owned were an uh were the AW11 MR2 and an E30 um, 318 IS. Um, so he's, he's, he's a big fan of, of, you know, little fun cars from the eighties. And, and he saw mine and he's, he's, he's like, Oh, he's like, he's like, I love it. He's like, how much do you want for it? I'm like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> um, anyway, he's like, if you ever see one, let me know. Uh, and, and we got talking and it was just like, uh, it was just so nice to see someone so excited to, to see a car like, like that. It was just, it was just, and there was, and the funny thing was, where, where where we met up was was where we caught up, David, at, at um, uh, Port Melbourne, yeah. and there was a, there was a Lamborghini right, like parked right next to me, and there's people all at the Lamborghini, and he didn't even, he didn't like he walked straight up to Mike, he didn't not even notice the Lamborghini, he's like whatever, he's like, hey, you live in too, um, so I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take that, it's a small wins in life, absolutely, and he was just like, just to see like the. The smoke because like oh, this is the first one I've seen in Australia. I've been I've been here for a year now, and this is the first one I've actually seen in person. And so yeah, he he was like I was telling me about his one, and and he gets parts from the same guy I get my parts from in the UK. And so yeah, big shout out to him. He, it was it was it was pretty chill. Uh, but then obviously he got left outside because I didn't get a chance to park it in because I got I got rushed to hospital. So um, I've got to give it a clean. It's got all bird poo and stuff all over it at the moment from where it was parked, and I've got I've gotten it home now. So um, should be all good. But yeah, um, I think that's virtually it on, on, on in terms of my updates. Riz, you know, I know you got to go, man. Thanks for coming on, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, we'll have to let if you have to let us know how the uh, the the Mercedes Benz day goes, and then we'll that's all right, my man. Now that I know Mercedes is no longer uh, with you in the form that it was in, I'll do what I can to uh, provide some of the Mercedes <laughs> indulgences to the car talk crew. So. All thanks. good. Thanks for having me on, gents. I'll catch you next time. Build your thanks. dreams, Riz. Bye. <laughs> Scotty was, was mentioning uh, during the week about fuel. Now, in terms of fuel, who, you, who puts in what and, and if you guys have got affinity to certain fuel brands and and, and, and certain things you, you put in, uh, it's it's a tricky one because I see a lot of trucks come out of the fuel center in you know the, the refinery in Cecilia, I, mean, I know you, you got to go. Williamstown. And they're all got different brands on them and they always drive, drive out. So I'm just assuming like every, every fuel is the same, but, but, but according to people, it's not. So, I mean, I've always put, I used to put Shell 98, then I went to BP 98 and that's kind of where I've stayed really. Ampol is where I'm at. Ampol. I like the Ampol stuff, 98. The BMW seems to like it. That's the thing too, right? It's like certain cars, I guess, feel better on certain fuels. You know what? You know, funny that you mentioned that when I had the Falcon, um, I've got to say, like, 98, it did not like Shell. No matter what Shell I went to, it did not like the Shell fuel. All right. Yeah, whereas went to BP, loved it. Hmm. Interesting. Have you have you ever had that issue with, with any of your cars, David? Yes, I've got to say, uh, I somebody, uh, I actually did a job for a guy who was in the petrochemical industry, and um, I asked him exactly that question. And he, he said BP is the one to use. Yeah. Which I've used regularly on on pretty much all my cars since then, um, and and Optim well Shell used to call it Optimax I think didn't they Optimax yeah um, yeah I can't say that I was ever hugely um, a fan of that 
the newer car, the newer uh, Hondas that we've had didn't seem to make much difference. Uh, you might get a bit further on it, but certainly performance-wise, you didn't. Um, I actually use BP ninety eight in the scamp, so I figure you know any octane boost is a good thing with with that car. Um, but um, yeah. I've been very happy with it. When Scotty started this conversation, he said that he noticed a difference in the um, in the uh, mileage you were getting. Yeah. Um, so this is just in the Subaru B4. I've always, I don't know why, I've just always stuck with BP Ultimate. I've never had dramas with any of their fuels. Um, for all my Japanese cars, every single one's always run off that. Um, and I have heard in the past that, Someone's done a test before and found out when it comes to the octane ratings and the things, the additives and stuff, that BP is the way to go. So I kept it that way. And I was just thinking, you know, well, 98 is 98. So I thought I'd try something else. And I, Adrian just mentioned about Ampol. I've got one just across the road because nice and close. I thought, you know, 98 is 98. I'll give it a go. And I've had a few tanks in there, but um, I'll probably average between 50 to 80 kilometers less than what I get on the ultimate. Um, And that's not any different kind of driving. It's similar driving um, as opposed to when I was running it on BP, I'm not doing anything different. I'm not booting it any harder. I'm probably being a little bit more lenient on it um, because I haven't taken it too far or anything like that. Yeah. That's a a lot of, lot, more k's isn't it out of the tank yeah it was getting to um half a tank way faster than um previous so and then you know it was just dropping as soon as like you kind of pick up because i always reset every single time just to check out the case so you know i've had the car for many many years so i've gone through tons and tons of tanks of fuel so you tend to start to pick up where the needle is and how many k's you've kind of traveled especially because mine doesn't really stay on the full um, for very long. You know, I'd probably get maybe about 40 to 50 Ks and it's, or even less and it's already dropping off the full mark. Usually about 250 Ks and I'd be sitting at about half, half a tank. I was maybe sitting about 200 Ks and it was already hovering right on half a tank. Well, yeah, that's um, a big difference. Yeah, so I was just kind of, and then I'm thinking, well, I mean, I'm not really hitting boost, and I know it can be thirsty, the B4, if I'm giving it a hard time hitting boost all the time, but I hadn't been. Um, I've just been kind of plodding along to work and stuff, a little mix of maybe some freeway cruising as well. Uh, I think that's when it hits its element, is freeway, um, freeway cruising. It's when I get, you know, well over 400Ks out of a tank easy. You know, I drove all the way from from, um, you know, Craigieburn all the way up to uh, Ararat and then all the way back again on the same tank and I got back with about a quarter quarter of a tank left. So I think that kind of driving what helps it the most. But your normal day-to-day driving, yeah, it will chew through it, but I just noticed, you know, such a, a major difference and that was a few tanks going through it, not just, you know, a one-off tank of Ampol. It was a few, so... You know, kind of, kind of odd with that. Uh, at the moment, it's got a full tank of Shell, ninety-eight in there at the moment. Seems to be going okay so far, um, but it's still fairly, fairly um, early days. As it's only done about forty-eight k's on it so far. So, 
It's interesting you say that, Scotty. It's interesting you say that because, like, I, I spoke to a few tuners, like, especially like after the having the FOS done, and and they were like BP ninety eight. That's it. And like the the typhoon when when that got um, performance service and before my brother had on on his one on E eighty five it was BP ninety eight you know like that that's that's what that's what they 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 recommend and, and a lot of people are like no BP ninety eight's the way to go I I did a test a few years ago in my typhoon and I, and I ran it strict, strictly on like certain things and and I ran it on um, V power for a while and um, kilometers I got virtually the same out of that as i did in the bp um but i felt like the bp had a bit more bit more go uh whether whether that was placebo or not i, I don't really know but then i watched a video on on uh, i think it was fifth gear they they did one and, and they, they they put it was called optimax back then or and then it was they had that and they had the bp ultimate 98 and they see which one was which one produced more power and it was the it was the the optimizer with such v power that produced more power um and had the better better gains in, in the same car on the same same dyno same day they just they just you know changed changed the change lines and and I, I and it wasn't it was it was pretty neg, you know negligible differences in terms of in terms of that but i think if you if you're doing better in, on bp 98 stick to stick to what you know because it's you know at least you're you're going to you know get that extra mileage i've also noticed as well yeah it depends on how you drive like absolutely absolutely for me, if i find if i be if i be a complete cock it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be really i'm gonna i'm gonna physically watch it go down well i don't driving to work and back every day like it's not that i'm hammering all the time but i'm just driving normally and i will be lucky to get about four to 450 k's out of a tank um but then when i went up to canberra i did 700 uh, and, it, and and that's long distance driving like because because yeah. the car the car's really up to speed it's not, have, it's not having to work hard to to get it back to that speed up down up down up down all, all, all the time and, and I, I think i think a true test is like is like half and half of city driving and half and half of um of, of you know country freeway driving um yeah. You know, I'm especially with the laser. Like I, I do a lot of that with you know driving to driving to Steph's place. She lives. She lives obviously in Williamstown. To driving down the freeway there and 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 coming back through the city and 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 all and all and all sorts sorts of things. So it gets a workout that car. And, and I average it's got a forty five liter tank and I average about five fifty. You know, um. So and and that's but but when I when I first got that car, I I couldn't get more than four hundred and thirty k's out of a tank in that. And I thought that was pretty pathetic in a in a, in a two liter. But that's when I was using that's when I was using V power strictly. So then I went to ninety eight on on so BP ninety eight, and I've been gradually getting better fuel 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 economy. So, but also my younger people play today is I was quite a heavier heavier. Uh, lead, do, do we say lead foot? Lead foot, that's yeah. The word. That's the term. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. We'll have to, I guess, you know, keep keep it. I, I think we should do a, we should we should do a test. I think we should all run, run one week just you know BP. Write down the K's. Write down like you know. Try and do it scientifically as we can. A couple do we of squirts. need white jackets as well? Oh, of course, absolutely. <laughs> and we need test tubes and beakers and and all, and all <laughs> Bunsen burners and and all sorts of stuff that that yeah that, that'll make it a, an official test. And then we're just gonna have a video of every time we've got the fuel in the beaker over the Bunsen burner. Just, <laughs> hmm, explodes in your face <laughs> every time. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, I'll, be at, I'll be at the whiteboard just doing some maths 
<laughs> two plus two <laughs> equals four. Yeah. And, and David will be in the in the back just stroking his beard going, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I, I, I'd, I'd be keen for an experiment. Like I, 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 I like I like to do I like to do things like that. But um, I, I well, just know we're talking that... experiments of cars here. Correct. I, I, you can do you. But I will no. happily do my own personal experiments. Uh, but <laughs> my so, and I'll be honest with you. So far, like I've got the most kilometers and most range out of BP ninety eight. So that's that's where I, that's that's where I'm on. And, and, it, and it seems like it's a pretty genuine consensus between you two. Adrian's more on the impulse side. Uh, but I guess we'll see how your how your shell run goes, Scotty. Yeah, and then I think I'd like to try the Seven Eleven because I use mobile fuels now. So. Wouldn't mind giving them a whirl. Okay, yeah. good things about their fuel. So, well, they're the two I use. I use mobile and I use um and I use seven level. I use mobile if I can't get to a if I, if I can't get to a um a BP. So I, I've yeah. kind of been turned off mobile, okay. just because of the fact that when I went to Canberra, there was three mobile mo- like mobile branded servos on the way, and every single one of them did not have. Uh, 91 or 98 there. Really? Yeah, the next survey was a shell and it had 91 and 98. Wow. It was like, really? Yeah, that is like, weird. They're all like within 10 minutes of each other. Mm. It's conspiracy, Adrian. It's conspiracy. Do you remember um, V Racing fuel? Oh, Did you have a car when there was V Racing? Um, oh, geez, that'll probably be like 15 years ago, right, Scotty? Oh, I reckon easy. It was yeah. 101 octane. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> And at the time, um, if you filled up with the V Racing, I think a certain amount, like I know every thirty dollars or something, you get these Ferrari playing cards. Yep. <laughs> ah, wow. Well. I, I remember those. Yeah, V Racing, hundred and one octane. I think I still got a few of those somewhere, actually. Yeah, um, I might still have some kicking around somewhere. Yeah, I'll have to have to bring them out. But yeah. uh, did do you know when they had Avgas as well? Don't remember Avgas, no. Avgas was like what the the drag racers used to use back in the day. No, that was that was their uh, that was their. So, I remember people going to like Essendon Airport to get Avgas and all that kind of stuff for yeah. their cars. That's correct. Boy, <laughs> it smelled good. Ooh. Yeah, nice and sweet. Mm. Yeah, we got a eighty-five for that now. <laughs> no, well, That's- it's got to. You have to let us know how we go with this, with this, with this, with this experiment. I think, I think that that'll be. Oh well, I'll see how it goes. I'll probably have to do a couple of tanks, not just one. Yeah, uh, it, but I did, I did run the um the other fuel out pretty low. I had what was about just under fifteen liters left, so that's pretty low. Yeah, the fuel left in uh, in the tank before I put it all fresh shell, and then I'll just run another two or so tanks. See how I go. Mm. Nice keep, work. Keep your eyes on this. Keep us posted. Well, Gentlemen, I think it's time for the car quiz. Oh, I am not ready for this. I you think this will be back next week too. Yes, Bunting should be back next week. Absolutely. Oh, cool. He might like this too. He hasn't had a go at cryptic cars with Scotty yet. No. no. See um, how we go. Well, Adrian, it's good to have you back for the, for the quiz. Ten questions plus some bonus questions. You know how it is. Let's get into it. Question one. How many generations of the Ford Taurus did we get here in Australia? David. David. One. One because it was a momentous failure here. <laughs> we got the Taurus? Taurus, yeah. We only ever got one generation of it. 
okay. one spec Taurus gear. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Not a great car. Not a great car. No. Um, question two. What car am I? I? Haven't done one of these in a while. Known as the second generation of this particular vehicle here in Australia. This car was was known, sorry, this vehicle was known in other parts of the world as its first generation. I featured a flat four cylinder engine with a mid layout and offered an opt, offered up to an automatic transmission or manual gearbox. Now, this flat four cylinder was not your typical flat four as you would see in a boxer. It was in line. Offered only as a petrol here in Australia. This generation in other countries received a supercharged version, which eked out more power and torque. It featured five doors, two of which slid. And had many seats. What car am I? Oh my goodness. That's a tricky one. Mm. Hmm. So it's an inline fourth on its on like a 75 degree angle, like almost virtually flat, offered up with automatic or manual transmissions. Uh, we only got them as a petrol here. This generation, the one I'm the one I'm after, which was the second generation of the something that we called it, the first generation of what the worst of the world got it as. Uh, received a supercharged version and it was this company's only mid-engine supercharged car at the time oh wow five doors two slid had many seats i'm gonna say it's some kind of a van for sure oh you're on it i'll give you 0.5 adrian you're, you're it is a van uh adrian can i say it's a Daihatsu? incorrect damn it van it is a van adrian's got to ride with a van Wow, a van. This is almost cryptic, this one. This it's is almost cryptic. This is why I'm struggling with it, I think. Cryptic, cryptic cars with Matty J. <laughs> no, not ready for this. This is no damn good at all. You guys give up? I give up. Yeah, I'll give up. It was a Toyota Tarago slash Previa. They, uh, they, were oh. a, they were a flat engine. They were... Toyota's only mid-engined supercharged vehicle in their lineup in the 90s. Um, So, yeah, there you go. The the bullet one. The bullet. Yes, the the one that looks like an egg. Um, The cool one. The cool one, yeah. So, so basically, oh. we got we got it as a Tarago in Ed's shape, but it was never it was never considered a Tarago in like uh, or, or it, like that whole van was a, was a whole different thing overseas because that was technically the the first generation Previa, first generation yep. of that of that that big, and we just got it. We just kept the Tarago name here. There you go. The Ooh, more you cool. know. Bonus question: What was the highest spec offered here in Australia, David? David. The GLS. GLS or Ultima I would have taken, absolutely, because it got, it got called Ultima later in its life. Absolutely, David, well done. Uh, score check, Adrian 0.5, David 2, Scotty get the score. Bonus, bonus question. In what year did the Toyota Tarago slash Previa slash whatever the hell it was was called, uh, Estima, end production worldwide? Ooh, end production. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about that generation. We're talking about as an as a nameplate. As a nameplate, correct. Okay, so I'll, I'll guess... Uh, I'll go 2017. 17 is incorrect, Mr. Adrian. You you had you had your name in there. Is it called the Alphard now? Yeah, they've got a weird name, but it, it's a completely different car. It, it's it's not. It's it's based on a it's based uh, on a highest now. It's, it's not it's not its own bespoke chassis. Yes. Anymore, so. um, Grand Via. It's called Grand Via. That's it. Yeah. Mm. 2008. Eight is incorrect, uh, Scotty. Mm, 2010. Is incorrect. It was 2019 was when they finished production. Oh, a lot later than I thought. A lot later than I thought, too. Question three. What was the first foreign car to be made in the United States of, of Australia? 
foreign car. First foreign car to be made in the US, United States of Freedom. Scott. I'm going to say Toyota Camry. Toyota Camry is incorrect. Yeah, dang. I would have said Camry too, but then I was, I was like, oh, I better check this one. And I checked it. And I was like, oh, that, that doesn't make sense. Hmm. It, was, it, was, it was a big thing too. Um, foreign car. First foreign car to be made in the United States of freedom. United States of machine guns. United States of America. Sure. Uh, David. David. Uh, wasn't the Honda Accord, was it? It was the Honda Accord. Well done. Uh, in 1982. Oh, sorry. Is that the bonus question? That was the bonus question. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, so I unfortunately can't give you the bonus question because you've already given everybody answered it. Damn. Uh, so uh, it, that was yeah, that was exactly the bonus question. It went, yeah, what, what was it? Was was it done there? But anyway, <laughs> question five: What does the word Kia actually mean in the in the name plate Kia? What 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 does I, Kia mean, David? That's a question. I've never really thought about it. No, well, I didn't say me. Oh, I, I thought you said David. Sorry. No, no, no. Kia. So it's not an acronym. Um, I'm just reading the answer Could now. It's no, they uh, they're Inno Korean characters. Um, uh, and that, if I can't say anymore, otherwise, I'll just give the answer away. Oh, so it's not Korean industry automotive or something, In, yeah. That's that's what that's what I was thinking. So I was kind of uh, like, it, it's great, word, great, the word does mean something. The word does mean something, but that's incorrect. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. I, I did say it recently. It does mean something, but that's... Yeah, uh, I can't remember what it was. I don't know. No idea? No. Super fun, happy, good car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all out? Yeah. Wow. Didn't it mean all? something like along the lines of like knife or sword or something like that? Nah, good effort though, but no. it's it's uh, the, char- the character's key. K-I and A. Key means uh, to rise or to come out. And A means East or Asia. So it, so it, was, it translates to coming out of East Asia. <laughs> it's an interesting way of doing things, but that's, um, yeah. it kind of yeah. makes sense actually, you know, coming out of Asia. Um, so uh, so that's what the key and the A mean in, so key to come out uh, or to rise. And then A means East or Asia. So, uh, translates to coming from Asia. Um, bonus question: In what year did Hyundai buy a fifty-one percent stake of Kia to in become their pa- the bear- their parent company? Yeah, I actually kind of remember this happening as a kid, so it was a long time ago. Mm. Really? Oh, uh, closest? Do we have guesses? Yeah, to closest. Sit- I'll, I'll give closest to closest to. We got nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety is incorrect, but that's I'll I'll. Uh, I'll Put, write that down for you. Ninety nine. How old are you then? Old. <laughs> I would say nineteen ninety six. Ninety six says Scotty. Adrian, I'm going to say like two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. All right. So the answer is nineteen ninety eight. Is the actual answer so closest to was Scotty? Well done, Scotty. I'll give you. Hey. You are a lot older than I thought. Then 
I, I was I was in grade one. I remember because my uncle had bought recently, well, 95, he bought a brand new Hyundai XL and was telling everybody how good it was. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and and it makes sense because they, they were flogging those things left, right and center. Mm-hmm. And of course, they were able to buy a, another company. 1990 driveway, no more to pay. No more to pay. <laughs> Question six. If I became a part of the Kia boys, what have I just done? Um, a massive investment like problem. No. Have you just put an N? No, uh, Kia Wait. boys, not Hyundai boys. Are you talking about the island? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, Kia. If, if I if I if I've just become one of the Kia boys, what have I just done? What? No, oh, <laughs> you guys, you, you, you guys are not gonna, probably not going to get this. You just bought Kia. So what was that, um, Scotty? You bought a Kia. I wouldn't say bored. I'll give you 0.5. You've you've Kia. you've gotten a you've gotten a Kia somehow. Well, you got sponsored by Kia. Incorrect. Stolen a Kia. You've stolen a Kia. That is correct, oh. David. Oh, so I heard about this. There is a massive hack. thing going on. Yeah. Well, TikTok it's it's hack. it's it's it's, it's it's a life hack because it's you don't really have to do anything to because Kias in, in America are quite cheap, right? Uh, and Hyundai's for this matter. Um, and you can actually steal them because they don't have factory immobilizers, like even like current ones up, up until like 2019 or 2020. So basically what you do is you, you probably shouldn't be saying this on air, but yeah, you, 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 <laughs> it's you're on breaking... TikTok if ever anybody wants to know. <laughs> there you go. I saw it on YouTube. Um, there, there was this lady that was, she, she had a, she had a, I was watching this news report. I couldn't stop. I, I felt bad. I was laughing, but it was, it was so funny. She had a little, her little yellow care called Murty or something. And, and she's like, yeah, they stole Murdy. And then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, they're, and it, she's like, I saw it on like a, on the, on a YouTube, or sorry, on, a, on like a TikTok. And it was all these stolen kids doing tricks with each other and just driving over curbs. And she's like, there's Murdy. And Murdy just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so, so oh, basic, basically, how they're stealing them, I and I think there's a bit of a class action against them now. Um, you break into them with a screwdriver like very easily. Um, and then you, you break off the actual um, ignition barrel um, and because it's not connected to the to, to the steering lock, um, you just put a U like a like a, a USB, USB stick cord. into it. Yeah, a yeah, USB yeah. cord, and just turn it, and it starts the car. Yeah. So um, the, if you you are officially a Kia boy, if you have stolen Kias, because and they're becoming the most stolen cars getting around at the, at this point in time. So um, I don't think it's much of the much as here. I think we've got a bit more. Um, well, and we're, we're always slower, so it will be starting soon. <laughs> so there you go david uh if you want to if you're desperate and, you, and you've got a usb stick on you and you need to get home key boys <laughs> you just imagine you just go walking through the, the things you learn on this like show the things you learn on this show uh, we're, we're an educational show uh david we're an educational absolutely show. you've learned a few things done about kia you've learned about what, what the kia boys and what kia actually means Question seven. Let's see if you can get this one though. Who made the first hybrid vehicle? Ooh. I'll give, you, I'll give you guys a hint. It's yeah, not, is it? Is it's it not Toyota? <laughs> what decade was it? Can you give us a hint for what decade? Uh, oh, geez, I can't really give you a decade either. It's uh, okay. it's a very long time ago. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say first hybrid vehicle. Uh, I'll have a guess, David. Yeah, go for it, David. Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz is incorrect. Oh, 
Okay. You're in the right area, though, if that right. makes sense. So it's Germany. Yeah, it is German. That's correct. Adrian. Adrian. I'm just going to. BMW, I don't know. You're such a BMW fanboy. It's incorrect. Uh, <laughs> That's because we don't deal with that crap. Scotty, All right. I am going to go with Volkswagen. Oh, can we can we give it to him if it's Ferdinand Porsche? I don't think we can. I, I yeah, because oh. it's own. They own Porsche now, so yes. Now, but not not then. Doesn't matter. It's all point the same. Point five. Point five. <laughs> Bruh, right, point Porsches five. are just glorified Beatles. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, Ferdinand Porsche back in 1899 used a petrol wow. engine to power an electric little motor. 1899. 1899. That's the yeah, that's that's the uh, the date for you. Wow, it's a bit of a visionary, Mister Mister Ferdinand Porsche. You know, did many different things. You know, in the war. Yes, yes. So if, there you go. If, if anyone asks you, oh, the, my praise was the first hybrid, you're saying, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Ferdinand Porsche did it back in the 1800s. Um, to be fair, very late 1800s, but um, there you go. Question eight. Mazda originally sold what before selling cars? David. David. Cork. Cork is correct, David. Well done. <laughs> Not light globes. Not light globes. Um, score check. Uh Adrian 0.5, Scotty 1.5, and David 1, 2, 3, 4, 5.5. So not anybody's game because there's only two questions to go. Uh, plus, plus <laughs> <laughs> um, question nine. If you manage to get your hands on an AU XR8 Rebel right at the end of the AU Falcon's life, what unique device did it come with when you purchased it? I remember this one, the Rebel. Ooh. The AU XR8 Rebel. It was a Series Three XR8. They didn't make mm. many. Uh, they and it's it came out right at the end. Right, this is like right before they were about to bring the B Series in, and it was a kind of like a last ditch effort to move the last um, Tickford enhanced XR8 Falcons. A Rebel. A Rebel. Was it something to do with sporting equipment? Was it Rebel? What <laughs> wasn't Rebel? Rebel sport, a Rebel sport voucher. <laughs> 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 no, that's that's incorrect, David. <laughs> My mate had a Tamworth Hilux. Oh, right. Okay. And came with a guitar. That is pretty cool, actually. Yeah. That is that is pretty cool. <laughs> oh. I have no, but I'm keen to know. Oh well, I'm, I'm, I will tell you once if unless Scotty and, and Adrian can figure it out. It didn't come with a pack of Winnie Blues, did it? That's it should have, but it did. It. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian. The Rebel was the Ute, wasn't it? Uh, they did a they did a Ute version of it, which was like a pursuit Ute, but it, that wasn't the, it wasn't that it was it was a sedan. It came with a it, I'll tell you what it came with. Besides the, it was a full it was a full makeover. had had upgrades to the wheels. It had the two hundred twenty kilowatt engine, um, which was like like a handmade version of that. It had a few had a unique body kit. Um, had a had a unique few other little touches on it, but it came with something that that you got given when you bought the car. And this was bearing in mind. Oh, was, is it a model? Incorrect. They gave you a PlayStation 2 console with a copy of Gran Turismo 3 signed uh. by both Glenn Seaton and Stephen Richards. Oh, wow. Uh, and they put that, they gave you that because that car, the XR8 a race car, was in Gran Turismo uh, 3. There you go. And there was a signed copy by both Glenn Seaton and Stephen Richards, who are VH Supercar racing car drivers. 
Bonus question. I didn't say there were, there were many made. How many were made? Closest to? Oh, I'm going to say 80. 80 is what Scotty's guess is. I'll say 250. 250 says David. 150. 150 says Adrian. Adrian gets the chocolates. It is, they made 125 of them. Hmm. Um, so I'll give it to you, Adrian. Well, done. I hate AU so much. <laughs> God, I hate AU. So I'm, I'm actually disappointed I got that. Correct. Do you want to take that point off you, Adrian? I want to give it to Scotty. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I hate uh, AUs. Question 10. Why did Honda use the Del Sol name on its third generation CRX? Why did they? Why did they use the name Del Sol? Adrian? Adrian. Is it because they used the same engine that was in it? No, incorrect. Mad. David. Oh. David. There's probably there probably is actually a reason, but um because it was a target roof. And yes. of the Del Sol is of the sun or something to do with the sun. Absolutely. Yeah, that, oh, that is spot on. So Del Sol is Spanish for of the sun. Of alluding, the sun. To, alluding to the removable target top, which that car came with. Um, okay. uh, so there you go. Hence the reason why they, they said uh, Del Sol. There you go. Del Sol. Fun fact, was never called Del Sol in Australia. It wasn't called Del, it was called CRX here. CRX. Like, CRX, yeah. Um, but it was called Del Sol, I think, virtually everywhere else, right? And pretty much everywhere yeah. else. <laughs> Why? Is there a reason or are they just um, yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. Um they even even down to the fact our our floor mats had Honda had just had CRX on them and not Del Sol. You know, so it was very specific to uh, move. I think. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the... I was actually talking to a guy who was at Honda Australia in marketing today about when they were new, but... Um, but I, David, uh, these are the questions no, we need answers to. Question. I would have asked him. <laughs> these are the questions we need answers to, David. <laughs> I'll message you. I'll let you know later. <laughs> um, score check, Adrian at 1.5, Scotty on 1.5, and tonight's winner on a grand total of 1, 2, 3, oh, I don't count them up, Point five is Mr. David Prince. Well done. Thank you very much. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Um, some tough questions in there. Some some things that you got you guys will never forget now. Kia. What does Kia mean? Exactly. What does Kia mean? I can't remember again. Yeah, emerge from, from, <laughs> from, from the from the east. Yes, yes, yes. We'll it's what you that. do from the east. Yes, we'll <laughs> go with that. Uh and and uh if I'm a Kia boy, what, what, what have I officially done? Oh, you're stealing them. Can I say that you've become a bogan? Is that nice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 all good. I, I I might I might fit in a, a, a bit a bit more in life now. No, I, I'm oh. ready to I'm ready to take my <laughs> Scotty. Scotty, Scotty. <laughs> <I'm wrong. laughs> uh, if if I see Kia boys have erupted in Melbourne's northwestern Victoria, um. You heard I'll, nothing here. Oh, you've heard nothing from this show. It's it's not from it's not from us. I'll at least have a ballot clap on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, well, definitely look definitely look it up, Kia boys. It's it's a legit thing. It's I, I actually you know should do like get a picture of Maddie's face. <laughs> that we just wear that instead. 
<laughs> I have to show you I'll, after the show, guys. I'll show you the the, the video clip of uh, of of Murty getting stolen, just coming into picture. Okay, I want to see that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I think that's a podcast anyway. Brilliant. Sounds sounds good. I'm glad we got all the way to the end, and then that's when you had to mer- like mention the worst car I've made. So, which I'm car happy about that? The AU. It's the worst oh, car no. ever made. It's a cockroach. You speak to any mechanic, they'll tell it's you it's cockroach. the best car ever made because, because of that reason. <laughs> no, no, it's a cockroach. The ugliest sin, I'll give you that. However, uh, they are one, a trendsetter because Mercedes copied them. Uh, and two, they are the most reliable Falcon ever made. No, apparently. So, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> David Prince, plug, please. Oh, plug for Auto Retro, the podcast where Ed and I talk to people about the cars of their lives. So we've uh, the first season is up on all the regular podcast platforms uh, and on YouTube. Um, and second season in the making. Watch this space, as we would say on the show. Indeed. Uh, Scotty's snitches, man. Snitching's not going to be a bit going to going to take a back seat. The Merc's gone, man. You might have to get a new. When are you going to get a reliable car? Um, well, see, as soon as it went, um, I was sitting in my hospital bed, and as I said, I was contemplating life, and I was contemplating a few things. Uh, but obviously, cars are very important to me, and and cars weren't one of those things. And I was, and I was like, you know what? I want to, I want a three hundred TE. You know, like a a, a one two four TE, like you know, the wagon, yep. dicky seats. You know, legit. There's a beautiful one up there for like $28,000. And I was like, oh, that's a lot of money. But it's like, it's had underneath it all, um, uh, what's it called, dry ice and everything. It's it's like a brand new car. And I'm like, sound oh, like oh. me. And that's the sad part. I'm a sick individual, Adrian. I'm a sick. No, we, sick we man. both are. Like, you, you want the Mercedes wagon. I want the BMW wagon. There you go. I've been <laughs> looking. Wagon boys. Oh, boys. Wagons where it's at. They, they wagons are where it's at. I mean, I did see a, I did see an E39, a really nice E39 wagon in blue, like that, yeah, like the, the electric blue the other day. I was like, oh, they're that's 528. That's the problem. Yeah. Now, this one was a 540. Yeah, that's, that's I was rare. like, I was like, oh, that is. It was a 540. Um, that's very rare. Yeah, we didn't and, get I, them and I was like, oh, that's a nice car. So I was like. Yeah, we didn't get them here. We got them in sedans, the five forties, but not not in the wagons. And, the and wagons. That, that would have personal, to be a personal import. Personal import, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I'm looking look. at the E forty six wagon because I want an M three. Oh yeah, you could do that. Or you could just, uh, as we were saying, the show Barrett. But anyway, that, that's another. No. Story. no. <laughs> so, no. Scotty, anything to plug besides your snitching company going bankrupt? <laughs> I have nothing to plug. I don't do anything for people, so <laughs> business or anything like that. <laughs> Got nothing. Uh, I'll try and come up with something. I think. So, well, Scotty's um, Scotty's. Hang on a minute. Your your, your segment's called um, "Cryptic Cars with Scotty," right? Why right, don't right. we Why don't we hire you out to all different like psychics and stuff like like and, and you can find. Yeah, and you can like be at like events, like like you, you might go to like a like a corporate event and just be sitting in a corner with a table. So I can I can be cryptic and I can tell you what car you need. And I I think I think we found a job for you, Scotty. Teaching is no longer your profession. Why does that remind me of the the yeah, cool. Super Wog video? Wouldn't where he's in the dealership and just the people walk in. Toyota Camry. Toyota Camry. Toyota Hilux. <laughs> it's, it's you're rich, but you're a snob. BMW. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adrian. <laughs> 
thank you again for coming on the show, mate. Good to see you. We haven't had you on in, in, in a while. So good. Yeah. I, know, I, I know you can't really come on the Tuesdays anymore. So so we'll have to get you back on a Sunday show once I'm, you know, I was going to actually plan on doing a Sunday show this week, but I just didn't get, didn't get a chance to do it. So we'll have to get you back on for a Sunday as well. Um, yeah, for sure. Like and share our Facebook page is Car Talk, T-O-R-Q, Manny J. If you miss any of our previous episodes that will up on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting out. So don't get subscribed, rate and review to us there. Check out our merch, go to our Teespring store, go to teespring.com, type in Car Talk store and check out our merch there or become a patron to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Car Talk podcast and support us there. Gentlemen, honor as always. Don't be a Kia boy. Try try to do the right thing in life. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Bye. Right. See ya. Bye.